everyone. Welcome back to It Was All A Stream. I am your host, Chris, with my co-host and cousin, Neil. What's going on? Welcome back to the podcast. Not much, just enjoying uh, my weekly viewings. This has been a good week. It's been a good week. In- including the finale of uh, a show that I've not been too interested in, but it well, has not been terrible. It grew on you. Because it grew a little bit. As the weeks went on, you said, okay, I think I'm liking this a little more. Okay, I think I'm liking this a little more. Me, I went the other way a little bit in the middle there with Miss Marvel. Um, mm. We might as well just start talking about it now. Uh, yeah. The finale uh, was last week. And right. um, I, I think episodes like three, four, five were a lull for me. Yeah. Kind of like lost me a little bit. Um, episode six got back not to where what I was feeling after the first two episodes, but much closer in the um, realm. For me, it had a, a more similar vibe to those first two episodes where they're very creative with, yeah. you know, the scenery and like she's supposed to be this really creative in her head person. And that's why you're seeing all this stuff going on around her. Um, as far as the animation was concerned that I don't even know if they did it in those middle episodes, anything close to what they were doing in the first two, they just kind of forgot to continue doing it, which was a disappointment for me. Um, But they got, they got back to that vibe a little bit more um, with this, with this finale. It was something, I mean, like I said, I, I'm not in love with the show, but it, Reminded me, one of the reasons I was warming to it is it felt like the old days of having to give a show a chance as opposed to instant gratification, binging and all that. So like coming to it every week and being like, all right, you know what? I have an hour. Let me drop in on this and see what they're doing this week. Let me drop in and see what they're doing. And, And I think the best example is Cheers, when it first debuted, it was last in the rankings. It was like 79th or something. And then starting in like year two after syndication, after it went, uh, went out for summer reruns, it was like number one for the, for the next nine years of its run. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's, I, I'm not, I don't think this shows in the same class as cheers, but I, it's that, it's that vein of what, yes. dropping in and seeing it. So as far as the specifics for our, you know, for our base out there, I think the following. It was, yeah, it was serviceable. I think the um, damage control aspect is interesting because they're not necessarily bad guys. Right. So here's what I think happened. You tell me if I'm right or wrong. I think we watched a whole show where at the beginning, it was basically these interdimensional people that are the problems. And then within 30 minutes, they were like, no, I'm going to sacrifice myself for the greater good of everybody else. They're gone. Now we're left with Miss Marvel. Yes. Who's damaging stuff because she's a young kid, doesn't know how to use her powers. Right. Damage control gets involved. Okay. Under kind of spurious leadership. And they go after this child, terrorize uh-huh. this child and her friends. And then a cooler heads prevail. And someone else is like, I told you not to do that. Don't do that. You're fired. Show ends. Did I, did I wrap some it up? Essentially. Rather eloquently. Yeah. I mean, what happened in this show? Yeah. So, like, 
that's the thing, right? It, they have the whole this series. entire um, plot line and through line with with um, the you know the family dynamic and the bangle and the the noor and the gin and the, right all this stuff right threw it all away these people from another dimension or, or another realm whatever and then that ended up just not really mattering gone um i mean well let's let's just say it right nah. spoilers Kamala Khan is a mutant. Yes. She is officially the first MCU mutant. Now, if you are all familiar with Miss Marvel and Kamala Khan from the comic books, you know that in the comic books, she's an inhuman. Mm. Um, the reason why she was an inhuman in the comic books is because... At the time, that's when the MCU was was hot and they didn't have the rights to the X-Men and the mutants. And yep. the comic book creators actually always wanted her to be a mutant. They, that's what they originally intended her to be. But the powers that be at Marvel said, no, 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 we can't put oh, a, no, no. A, a big character as, as a mutant when we can't use them in movies. So they need to be inhuman. Right. Um, so that's why she ended up being inhuman. So at least with this, now that MCU has the rights back to the X-Men and mutants, um, they were able to do what the original creators intended and make her a mutant. Um, that's a tall order for her to be the first in the MCU. Um, right. I will say I was shocked when they did reveal that she was a mutant well you know, they were a little coy about it but yeah they were also like they confirmed it with the the using the guitar riff from the cartoon again which was awesome. a variation on the riff again um so uh, which listen, let's pause a moment how exciting all... is it that it the, that one riff that character that cartoon was so impactful yes. yeah that just playing that gives you an entire backstory just playing that uh, absolutely. one absolutely absolutely yeah. um and i think you know well yeah we we should appreciate what we're getting right like this is yes. awesome that we, we're getting that guitar riff from the 90s that we grew up with and we're getting mute like we are getting mutants that's it we're going to get them in the mcu something that um i mean what 10 plus years in the making now oh, that we've I been mean, hoping that something like this would happen. Absolutely. Um, so that's the good part of this, right? The right. unfortunate part, I think as far for the series is this kind of just negated the story that we had just got. It wiped everything out. Which I like don't were saying. understand yes. the point. Like, why do that? Right. Like, uh, I don't understand how it all connects now. She's hmm. so she's her grandmother is maybe from this other realm, um, but maybe not. 
and her and she is, she is yeah. a jinn, but she's actually not a jinn. She actually just has a special gene. Um, I, I don't understand the entire jinn, nor realm, dimension, whatever. I don't understand any of that portion. So here's my question with that. Uh, to me, I think they had a nice little throwaway um, explanation where it's like, well, you know, if Thor landed in the Himalayas, they'd call him a jinn too. So they're like, basically the jinn aspect is just the cultural word for this person has powers. Okay. So I'm good with that. But so she's a mutant or she's not like she's either this magical, mythical, right. uh, other world, other dimension, uh, you know, Earth to whatever, or she's a mutant. So I, I, I think they blew a, you know, and it was only like six or eight episodes. So how could how could the writers not keep track? I don't do know. Better. Do I, better. Yes, writers. do better. Absolutely do better. Um, kind of weird, but I mean, it is what it is. Hmm. We, uh, I, I'm happy that we're getting mutants. Like, let's, oh, at yeah. least there's that. We're happy Don't. that we're getting mutants. Um, as far as like the episode goes, I enjoyed this more than, than what we were getting. Like, I, I liked the history aspect of like learning what you know partition was and learning about that. Like that was actually yeah, cool. The that was helpful. family, yeah. like the things that were family centric with Kamala and her family um, when she's going to Pakistan, her relationship between herself and her mother, the relationship between her mother and her grandmother, and just all three of them together. Um, I really liked those dynamics. I liked that story, um, but it was just the rest, um, again, with, with the, you know, um, Kamran and his family yeah. and all those people. Um, what, what do you think? So that's the other part, right? There's Kamran mm -hmm. who got handed down these powers right. from his mother. So like, are they all Jin, and then Kamala just happens to be a mutant, and the bangle has Jin magic or whatever, and that's what's releasing her powers? Because that's kind of what... Um, I think you're writing a better but, version than they did. I mean, it, that, it seems like on this, uh, you know, if you're really digging in and trying to parse their words, it seems like that's what Kamala's friend tells her is like, Oh, it's, I, I always thought that it was your, your powers manipulating the bangle, but it's really the bangle that's releasing powers that are within you. Like you right. have this DN mutated DNA and the bangle is like allowing you to harness your powers. I guess that's, I'm assuming that's where they're going it's with it. They just still didn't in play. explain it very well. Correct. Yeah. So that's the major, I mean, that's the major complaint for me is they didn't explain a lot of what was going on in this series well to me. No, and they were doing such a good job of like, like I said, while I didn't dig it, I understood why it was being received well. And yes. I just feel like they blew the story. Okay. 
So that's my thing. And then so let's cut right to the end where we knew this was going to happen. Although I thought this was a waste as well. We got Captain Marvel, but how and why? Like apparently she just yeah that was zapped too right. And so I what think, is that about? I think that's apparently part of the comic books too, where there's well some they become sort the Marvel and this I don't know that much of, um, mm. but there's some sort of um, in a in a Miss Marvel storyline. There's some sort of like body swap thing yeah. that happens and it's supposed to be basically how like the theme of it is she realizes you know she had idolized um captain marvel or captain marvel captain marvel mm-hmm. or, yeah. yeah captain she had um idolized captain marvel who in the comic books where basically wears like this tight dress costume thing blonde hair you know like her looks and everything and she realizes once she i guess because body swaps with her that oh this isn't like what i thought it would be i'm fine the way i look you know it's like a body positivity type message thing thingamajig um which is fine i don't know if that's what actually happened they like literally swap places where wherever captain marvel was she teleported to where miss marvel yep. was and where miss marvel was she teleported to where captain marvel was maybe or are we getting like a freaky friday situation which would kind of be interesting it would be a, a little movie. fun yes that would be a fun movie i have no problem going down that road uh however seems odd what happens if she like fricassees herself out into the middle of space and can't breathe you i know, don't know they haven't thought it through I don't know. Through. Maybe she can. Maybe she's fine. Maybe that's Possibly. part of her mutant powers. I don't know. I just think like it's. It would be in. I don't know if we're getting this, but it would be in line with what Marvel does, where they take a genre and they turn it yeah. into a superhero film. And I get I that. Yeah, like the idea of doing a like a body swap movie. You know, those are all right. Those are fun movies. Let's. I would watch that. Yes. I I kind of prefer. There was a, a controversial run um, in uh, uh, Spider-Man. It was I think it was Superior Spider-Man was the run where yeah. um, Doctor Octopus his body is decaying and he's dying but his mind is all still there and he's able to swap minds with Peter Parker. And then Octavius is in Peter Parker's body for like a full 30 issues where he's Spider-Man. Which would be Um, nice. It was a fun, I I thought it was a fun storyline. But like, I don't know that they could potentially do a body swap type of movie like that as well that that's in comics historically that's a uh, a spider-man storyline so i don't know if they're actually going to go there with this right but still an interesting interesting avenue um also uh, one highlight of the um the the finale as well which i think you know some people kind of panned and weren't big on for me i'm a sucker for like home alone sequences. Yes. So I was all I for 
the the school battle that they have with um, damage control, like setting yeah, up that the traps was, for them. Like that was yeah. fun, and that it was, was in line part. with this series. Yes, in line with the series. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, listen. Overall, I would say I enjoyed the series. That the the middle episodes are what hold it back for me a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. We did some movie rankings last week. Uh, I wonder for you mm-hmm. if you were going to do a loose, like off the cuff uh, Disney Plus show ranking. Ah, what would you do? So we have, um, we had Wandavision. Right. We had Falcon Winter Soldier. We had um, Loki. We mm. had Hawkeye. We had What If. We had Moon Knight, and we had uh, Miss Marvel. Those are the shows. Um, um, Wanda Falcon. Uh, Hawkeye, What If, Loki, and Miss Marvel. And Moon Knight. All right. So Uh, for me... Yes, what's yours? While you're kind of gathering... I'll formulate. um, Last for me would be What If. Wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, Out of them, last for me would be What If. It was just high for me. Um, It's just high for me. Second to last. So how many do we have here? We have have one, one, two, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven. Okay, so sixth... For me, it would be Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that that show ended, yeah, um, just really um, brings it down for me. Um, mm-hmm. Fifth, which I thought this was a good show, I enjoyed watching it week to week um, in the moment, but really looking, I don't know if I'd ever go back and watch this, and gotcha. that's Wandavision. I that's interesting because I I feel the opposite. I feel like that okay. is something, I, and you know that's that's a that's a. I've heard a lot of people they yeah. rank Wandavision up there. Um, I like that they did something different, but then it boiled down to something very generic, anyways. Hmm. Um, it was a lot of like, you know, uh, mystery boxes that were just there to trick us you know what i mean like the whole ralph boner thing was ridiculous you know like certain things like that the last episode again meh for me um then i'd go moon knight okay um and then the the top half for me you know hawkeye and miss marvel could kind of swap between two and three for me. Gotcha. Um, I really enjoyed Hawkeye because I loved the character introduction of Kate Bishop and, yes. and Echo. And I enjoyed the, you know, the holiday aspect of it. That was fun. But there yeah. were things that weren't perfect about, like that weren't that great. Like the reintroduction of Kingpin. Right. While exciting. Um, was just okay. Like they shoehorns too much in. And I think yeah. Miss Marvel suffers from the same problems where they shoehorned a lot of stuff in as far as the the gin was concerned and all of that. But outside of that, when you have the parts where you could just have fun, 
I really enjoyed all of the creative animation stuff that they were doing in the, the first two episodes. I enjoyed her introduction and I enjoyed the last episode. Um, and then the best one easily for me is, is. Loki. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, so look, I won't bury the lead. Loki's my number one as well. It is, you know, he is charm city. I mean, he's just fun and easy to watch, uh, carries a lot of it, but mm-hmm. The, the reason that's number one and Miss Marvel is my number seven, my last place, is because Loki is doing something and for, excuse me, forming a thread and following the thread. Okay. Miss Marvel was interesting. Like, I don't think any of these shows are necessarily, you know, throw out and start again. But, right. But Miss Marvel, essentially, I felt at, from the beginning, then I got to the end, I was like, nothing was accomplished. We've accomplished nothing. It's okay. it's a it's a mishmash. We don't know where we're going. We don't know where we've been. I didn't. I could have gone the rest of my life without this. Sixth, second from the bottom is Moon Knight. Uh, right. I enjoyed it. I it, Oscar Isaac's definitely gave a amazing performance, mm-hmm. but you know, not wasn't wasn't blowing my socks off. Like it okay. just. You know, maybe I just need to give the Egyptian pantheon of gods uh, more credit, but we'll get there. Uh, fifth is what if I enjoyed what if so much. And it seems like they're working that into live action too, here and there with, you know, obviously with uh, the Doctor Strange sequel, mm-hmm. where technically mm-hmm. it was like a different world, but it's also the, like the what if world. So I dug that. I thought that was pretty cool. That had an impact on the overall Marvelness. Uh, fourth from the bottom at number four is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. I just, you know, that was just I for me, dog. Like it, it. I saw what they were doing. I get it. I like these characters. I think that's probably why it ranks so high on my list. But just all right. And then the top three. So Loki's obviously number one. So my two and three are as follows. Number three is WandaVision. Okay. Because I think that made a splash. Like that did something. Yep. That gave us something that did something that was awesome. Uh, the reason Hawkeye's number two is I, it's, it felt like you were talking about you love a Home Alone sequence. This felt like <clears throat> a diehard thing like it's a christmas movie without being a christmas movie right yeah and yep, yep, I, yep. I could see that yeah like i was just enjoying their dynamic i was enjoying what was going on i get that like basically they're how do we get hawkeye out of this world because he's right. too old he has no powers we need to do something else and this was a good way to do it yeah and that's I my mean, ranking i i respect it i respect it um Let's stay in the MCU. Mm. This is going to be very MCU-centric um, episode. We I'm are ready. going to be getting um, Comic-Con this weekend. So we're going to talk about San Diego Comic-Con. And there should be a bunch of reveals about the rest of Phase 4, possibly Phase 5 for the MCU and for other franchises. Um, yeah. But I wanted to play a game with you. And we're kind of making this up a little bit as we go along. But right. um, last week, I saw a really great article from IGN. Okay. 
that broke down every loose end in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Got it. Um, so shout out to Ryan Dinsdale of IGN for yeah. providing us with some content here. Um, there are a lot of loose ends that we've been given from all these MCU movies. Um, I would like for you when I detail what the loose end is to let me know what your interest is in having that loose end tied up. I like it. From okay. a scale of one to 10, let's say. Got it. So we're going to start with um, the Incredible Hulk mm. when Samuel Stearns has the gamma drop drop onto his brain. Yes. Um, alluding to him becoming the leader, one of the yeah. Hulk's iconic enemies. That it's It was 2008 when the Incredible <laughs> Hulk came out. What is your level of interest in seeing Samuel Stern's return as the leader? I, here's why it can't be zero. It can't be zero because I love Samuel Stern's. Okay. Like that actor, I love that guy. And so anything he does would be interesting to me. However, I'm going to place this at like three. Okay. Uh, I think that's a good, based, yeah. Back. I think that is a very respectable ranking mm. uh, for, for that aspect. Me, me too. I, yeah. I'm with you on that ranking. Um, that works for me. Uh, I, it would be cool to see the leader, um, but Certainly. we are so far gone from that incredible Hulk movie and what the Hulk is now yeah, that it just overdog. doesn't really make much sense anymore. To it's overdog. It. Um, moving on. Baron Mordo at the end of Doctor Strange turning evil. Right. We saw a little bit of that in Multiverse of Madness, but that was not the the mcu's mordo that was a mordo from a different universe so there is Correct. still that loose thread of baron mordo going out to try to kill sorcerers um, in their <sighs> world level of interest in that zero wow full, full zero a full zero of baron mordo you know what i mean like I, I'll give it a one because when Marvel takes a a character like that, yeah. where people are like, you know, who, what, what, all right, you know, they do tend to do a good job. So I'll I'll allow it, but okay. I have zero. I have like one percent interest in it. Um. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's move on now to. I think I'm I probably like a three in that as well. Yeah. Um, this was one of the five Guardians of the Galaxy 2 post-credit scenes mm -hmm. where we see or get the, um, you know, the tease of the birth of Adam Warlock. Yeah. Okay. I have an eight on that. Because okay. I've been waiting for that for a while. What do you think of that? Because when I saw it, I was like, this is a cool thing. Not necessarily his true origin story, but 
close enough, interesting enough. I'm, I, I was willing to go there. And then I feel like we just dropped it. Um, yeah, I was ready for it too. It seems like we're getting it. So I know um, Adam Warlock has been cast. Um, he is being played by, where is this guy's name? Um, he is being played by Will Poulter. All right. Um, he was in most recently. Um, oh, what was that? That uh, dope sick. Yes. Michael Keaton. Right. He was in that most recently. Um, so I mean, you know, I, I I guess I am good with it. Um, yeah, I, I think I don't know if I'll go at an eight. Um, we're also it seems like this thread will be tied up so that's nice um but i will go with like a five on this one adam warlock okay. i'm just I, I don't know that much about him maybe he's gonna be really cool but i'm just kind of like, an interesting character yeah. a lot of power you know yeah. all right i'm interested i'm an eight at that because i wanted to see that for a while carry on sir all right next one is Uh, the yes. scorpion ah. meets up with uh, Michael Keaton's vulture at the end, in a post credit scene at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming, where uh, he says that he wants revenge against yes. Spider-Man. I'm going to say, and I'm very interested in your opinion, I'm putting this at a level nine because they've been nailing Spider-Man movies Michael Keaton has delivered, has not had a bad entry yet. I'm going to yeah. wait to see what his return to Batman looks like. And the Scorpion, while it was weak, uh, put in this context, might be something wonderful. So that's my opinion. What do you think? I'm, I'm yeah, I'm at like a nine or a ten. Yeah, right. For this. How, how can we? Because, and this gets us closer to a Sinister Six. And I know that's been such a big goal for yes. Sony in the Spider-Verse, but I don't want Sinister Six from Sony with like Morbius and yeah, no. the Craven movie they're making. No, I want MCU Sinister Six. Give me Agreed. Michael Keaton's Vulture. Give me uh, Matt Gargan from MCU. Give me Mysterio is fine. And then sprinkle in a couple other guys. I know we kind of got it again with um yes um no way home but those were all old villains that we've had before um so yeah give me mcu's official sinister six and not have to pull from uh sony i 100 uh, percent think that's absolutely correct i'm with you but i would watch the hell out of that yeah absolutely so we are getting into more um more current Mainstream. uh, uh kind of uh cliffhangers um this came uh as a result of the end of endgame uh with peter quill searching for gamora right who no longer knows who he is because she's from the past correct um level of interest zero 
I know it's strange. That was a good uh, dynamic, but like, let's let it go. Let's move it on, on to the next thing. And uh, and I'm assuming that this is also going to be a big, um, a big uh, store plot thread for Guardians of the Galaxy season or uh, not season yes. three. Um, I know what you mean. Phase four. Volume three. Volume three. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I I guess. I will go with a. I'll go with a four. On a, a I, I like four. to see true love. Oh, power! cannot stop. How about that? Um, at the end of Captain Marvel, Nick Fury is just chilling in space. Just chilling in space. I don't quite know why. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so I'd like to have him return. I think, yeah. you know, the addition of, of Samuel Jackson into a piece does not diminish it. Right. So I'd like to bring him back. Yeah, I would, I would too. I'm at a seven for this. Yeah. I'm, I'm there. Maybe I'm even um, put me at an eight, actually put me at an eight. What's an he doing up there? Eight. What's going on with him and the scrolls? Like, uh, just, let me know he why he's doing? been kind of been okay. MIA. Um, yeah, uh, I I would like to know that. Um, I know these things. WandaVision. Uh-huh. Of yours. We saw White Vision just take off and bounce. We did see that. Yep. Um, I want to see a return. I think in this day and age, having a character called White anything is precarious. That's uh, fair. But I do want to see what's what's going to happen to him and how that plays and how his powers uh, essentially match up because he's no longer powered by the Mind Stone. Yep, yep. So in theory, he should be weaker. Uh, but I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm willing. I want to see. So I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna put myself at a six. Okay, I'm at like a four for that one. Oh, I'm just like it's not for you. It's not for me. It's it's. I don't know what he is without Wanda, uh-huh. right? Because you assume that Wanda would have to maybe come back for him. Right. Uh, to be relevant again in MCU. I know he's out there and that that was, you know, that was a sought after thing was him returning with that costume because that's a classic costume from the comic books. Yes. Um, but I just like vision doesn't do it for me. Absolutely. I don't I don't blame you. Um also in WandaVision. Monica Rambo. Yeah. She gains powers. She does. And then a scroll comes to recruit her to follow her to uh to follow the scroll into space. Um obviously this is going to tie in in some way to the Marvels, I'm guessing. Um I, I would imagine I don't I I would imagine yeah. your level of interest is low here. 
I, yeah, less than zero. Like I'm, I'm good, dog. Like I, I don't need it. The only reason why I'm somewhat intrigued by this, do tell. I'm gonna put myself at a five. Interesting. Is because we are going to be getting Secret Invasion. Yeah, that's coming. That's going to be, and that was a big storyline a big um, crossover event in the comic books. And you would think that there are currently characters in the MCU that are secretly scrolls. Yeah, now That's the whole you would think point that, of yeah. secret evasion, right? Um, so it was a little weird in Captain Marvel when the scrolls turned out to be the good guys because notoriously Fact. they are not. Um, they kidnap superheroes in order to impersonate them and try to invade the earth um mm-hmm. in the comic books so yeah I, i'm interested how they're going to get to that um right and so i i'm assuming wow. that this monica rambo portion is going to tie in but i think this next loose thread sneakily might tie in as well this was at the end of falcon and winter soldier uh sharon carter infiltrates the u.s government and right. my theory with this um, because she makes a turn to like um, she, she breaks bad yes. in, in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, I think she's like way up there in odds of being a scroll. Uh, okay. I'll allow it. I see. Considering I see the pivot it. she took. And it was a hell of a pivot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking she might be a scroll. Okay. All right. Again, I'm like, it's just all right for me, but okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's go with uh, John Walker becoming U.S. agent. Yeah. That happens at the end of... Uh, <sighs> it does. It does happen. I, Soldier. I feel almost nothing for this. Okay. Um. It has to happen. I understand it. It's going to keep the mission moving forward. I'll put it at a solid five. Okay. But that's that's about it. Okay, this next one. Yeah, I'm at like a two with with US agent. I'm just like, all right, whatever. I guess we'll get Thunderbolts with him. But yeah, he's just high to me. Um, at the end of Loki... Sylvie kills he who remains and Loki returns to the time variance authority, which is in chaos and notices the statue of Kang, the conqueror, Neil, I am a 30. I am a 30 as am, well. Yes. Out of 10, yeah. I am a 30. I am a th- I agree. I want to see what that's all about. That I want to know. Easily the thing I am most anticipating, um, out of all the loose threads that are in the MCU, I cannot wait to see where they're going with Kang and where they're going with Loki season two, which is filming right now as we speak. I, yes. Uh, like I said before, when we did our ratings, I think that is going to be major. It's going to have super duper impacts on the entirety of the Marvel universe. I would hope if they do it correctly, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what they're going to do. Yeah. Like I'm, yeah, I'm top of the heap on that one. Um, let's go with, uh, at the end of Black Widow, uh, 
Taskmaster and the Widows go off to have adventures. Um, and Yelena goes with them as well. So there's a whole period of time with Yelena and Taskmaster and all the Black Widows where they're doing things before we see Yelena again post um, Natasha's death. I'll, I'll say right death, now it's, yeah. it's a one for me. I'm there. Um, it's a one. I'm not. I'm not. I have no interest in what this. they were doing. Yeah. Um, however, in it's the same movie, we get a meeting of Valentina and uh, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, to be specific. And de Fontaine. Yelena, where she's recruiting Yelena and recruits her to for whatever reason, kill Hawkeye. Um, what is uh, Julie Louise Dreyfus? What is she up to? What's she up to? I, She's putting together the Thunderbolts, but why? Yes. Like what's, what is the, the goal there? I, here's the thing. You're going to get the Marvels. There's talk of the Thunderbolts. You've got damage control. You've got all this stuff now going on. Plus the Loki world. And all that promises. I feel like there's too much. And so I don't mind letting the Thunderbolts go, but I do. Well, I like don't think we're letting them go. Drivers. I think we're almost, it's pretty much been confirmed that we're getting a th Thunderbolt something. I, which I'm good with. Cause I like Julie Louis Dreyfus. I want to see her do more. I'm in, I'm, I'm at a, that's a five for me. Cause I could, it, if it doesn't happen, I won't be devastated. I am at, uh, seven or an eight with that i'm just there's a lot going on with her character and the mystery of it all that i just i want to know answers of where we're going with that um so i'm at like an eight that's one of the bigger ones for me i feel like um let's see we have abomination who makes his appearance uh mma fighting wong um in shang chi um you know, that's like a... Uh, we're going to see him in, in She-Hulk, so I don't know how much... I guess that's technically a loose thread. I don't know why that's included on this. Um, I'm just going to skip to the next one, because that's not the right. one. I agree. Um, we get the uh, beacon in Shang-Chi from his Ten Rings. Um, there's some sort of beacon that is um, signaling when we see a, uh, a meeting alongside Captain Marvel and Bruce Banner. They're like hologramming themselves in and they're all trying to figure out where, what the message is from, from an unknown place in person. Um, how intrigued are you of who that is and what that message is? Um, I'm a four, mainly because that movie didn't light me on fire, but I'm trying to guess at who that might be. Is it a cosmic beacon? Is it a magical beacon? Are we pulling something from space? Are we pulling something from a dimensional rift? Uh, so that part intrigues me, but not enough to be like, I need to see the end. I mean, in my mind, that's got to tie into the bangle. Right? For, yes. for Kamala. Now it must, I would imagine. Um, so going into that world two things of jewelry yeah that gives jewelry. people powers um i'm at a 
six. I liked Shang-Chi. I want to know what's going on with him. Um, I'm excited for the future of Shang-Chi in the MCU. I think he's going to be a big, big part of it. Um, so I'm, I'm at a six. Let's see. Then we've got um, Shang-Chi's sister taking over the Ten Rings uh, organization where we get that tease at the very end that the Ten Rings will return. I believe there's going to be possibly a Disney Plus show for the Ten Rings. Um, I'm at like a two for that. I'm at a two for that. Again, in that area that did not light me on fire. Two, dose. Yeah. Um, the Eternals are kidnapped by that big celestial. I want to see, I, I, I know I might be the only one, but I want to know what's going on. I thought this was a great idea. I thought bringing the celestials in was brilliant. I even liked the way they did it. So, I'm good, y'all. Like, I, I'm at an eight. I want to see what goes on there. I, me too as well. Yeah. Like, why not? Let's I admit to ourselves know. we want to know. Two. So, yeah. Uh, let's find out. I'm, I'm with you. Um, I enjoyed, I know me and you both enjoyed uh, Eternals probably more than most. Um, and so I... Yeah, I want to know what's going on there. Um, and we also, in the same uh, movie, get the tease of uh, Dane Whitman, mm-hmm. Jon Snow, uncovering the, the ebony uh, blade yeah. where we get the uh, mysterious voice who we know is Blade saying, sure, you're ready for that, Mr. Whitman. Um, I'm at like a, a seven for that, too, because I'm excited for Blade. I am Chris. <sighs> Let me tell you something. Since the late 90s, when Wesley Snipes played Blade, I have been a huge Blade fan. I loved the character of Blade. I loved the character of Blade in the cartoons when they brought him into the cartoons. And he was still kind of rough and not necessarily cartoonish. Like I dug it when they didn't patronize kids, but also uh, I hope they keep it somewhat, um, somewhat dark. Like that's my thing. So I'm, I'm at a high, I'm at an eight or a nine for this. Okay. Because, Um, but I hope they do it right. There you go. I'm with you. Those are my feelings. That's Um, how I feel. Moving right along, we have um, Echo killing Kingpin, but yes. probably not killing Kingpin and just, oh, I don't know, like blinding him or something because he's confirmed to be coming back for the Echo Disney Plus series. Um, blinded. I think Echo was a cool character, and I think they're clearly going to be using Echo to launch or relaunch daredevil and that world um, yes. from netflix that they brought over um i'm at like a uh, I'll, I'll go with a five i'll go with a five i am with you because again uh while i'm curious i'm not you know it's i like here's the thing i like i like that portrayal of kingpin so i'd like to see more but yes, you know, 
I'm not sure how we, how much we can thread that needle. Yep. Um, a couple more. We had this kind of ties in with the last one: Daredevil appearing in uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for him to come back again. I don't know how much of a loose thread that really was, other than yeah. like how I guess the loose thread is. Oh, how are we getting Daredevil back? But we kind of know that he's gonna probably be showing up in She-Hulk and definitely showing up in in Echo. I am um, all good with it. So, which yeah, I'm I'm all for that as well. Um, let's move on to. Spider-Man No Way Home, everyone has forgotten who Peter Parker is. Yes. In Spoderman. I I feel like I didn't like that thread because it felt, you know, what's the point of having magic if it's like, no, no, you can only control, alt, delete everything or nothing. So I didn't care for that storyline. However, uh, I um, I have to see how they how it plays out. I mean, I got to know where we're going. Also, then he has no personal connection with any of the villains because much of the story is the villains just figure out his uh, his identity and then right. come. So in. now Michael Keaton's vulture doesn't know who he is. Exactly. So. I'm at, I'm at, I'm like, I'm at a seven because I want to know how they work that out, but. I just want him and MJ back together again. <laughs> I want her to remember him. Um, but this, again, yeah. I want true love. Give me an eight. I'm at an eight. Eight, I love that it. one. Um, lastly, from that movie was um, the Venom symbiote, a piece of it remaining in the MCU universe. Well, um, I'll say this. Uh-huh. I'm 10 there. I'm 10 if they're going to do it and do it right. Like, let's get some. Please going. do it. Yeah. Please. Please. Um, That's my feelings. End of Moon Knight. He's got his third personality. They, yeah. We all knew it the we whole time. It. Yeah. Um, but they don't reveal it till the end that uh, Jake Lockie, Lockley is uh, the third personality at the end of Moon Knight. I'm like a, I don't know, three. Uh, yeah, I'm a like a two, a one. They or a over two. they overplayed their hand with that. Agreed. One. They should have just agreed. given it to us in that. You know, one of the things that like a lot of writers say is don't save your good ideas. Yeah. Because you don't know if you'll actually be able to use them in the future. Just I like that. Use them. Do yep. it. If you have a good idea, do it. So, like, if you knew all along that there was the third personality, they should have just given it to us just give in the first us. season. There was no reason to hold back. Um, I don't know if this is really much of one either. America, America Chavez training at Camartage um, at the end of Multiverse of Madness. I enjoyed the America Chavez character. Um, so I will give this a five level of interest. Um, uh, I'll give I it like a five character, but again, I don't know. I don't yeah, know how much of a loose thread that is that her, you know, she's just a character that's going to continue in the MCU. Yeah. I'm good. Um, Dr. Strange uh, with uh, uh, Charlie Theron's Clea meeting him and, and needing <sighs> him, his, his help. I'm 
Charlize Theron out. Like, I don't know that I, maybe it's the characters not doing it for me. Maybe it's the Theron of it all. I'm not sure. I want to give it a shot. Um, but I'm at, I'm at like a four or a five. Okay. Of needing to know. Same with me. I might even be like a two or a three with that one. Yeah. Um, we're, we're getting to the end. What do we got? Got three, four more. Good. Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, Thor is a dad now. Yes. I'm at this a 10. A, yeah, that's a thread I could get down with. I am and, a 10 as well. I need to know I what that's about. I want to see dad Thor. Mm-hmm. We got dad bod Thor. Yes, we did. I want to see dad Thor. Now. Agreed. That That is a fun uh, move for him. Um, and then we have the reveal of Hercules and Zeus being very angry with Thor. I'm at like a eight or a nine with that. I'm right behind you. I want, I can't wait for that. Give me a movie where the gods are after Thor. Yes. Um, Miss Marvel is a mutant. Miss Marvel is a mutant. We talked about this. I'm at like a middling three or four. The Miss Marvel portion of it, like, oh, what does it mean for her? I'm at like a three or four. What her being a mutant means for the rest of the MCU and mutants in general, I'm at yeah. that. Well, uh, all right. And if you put it in that context, then yes. And then lastly, what's going on with her and Captain Marvel and them? I don't know. Was in it general. a switch? Was it not? Yeah. I'll say I'm a five there just because I want to know what happened. It was, that was the one of the most unexplained teases that we've gotten ever in the MCU. Um, yeah, so I'm yeah. just at a five just because I just want to know. Yeah. I, yeah, I agreed. I'm at a five. I want to know. Um, anything else on your mind? Anything else you're watching that you want to recommend to the listeners before we kind of close up for, for the episode? Uh-huh. That I'd want to recommend. No, you know what? I, I've been focused on what we've been watching so much that I haven't really branched out. However, I did watch the first episode of the new Resident Evil TV show. And I know that's not going to be something you're down with. But how do you enjoy it? I I thought it was interesting. Uh it's it's basically a continuation of the games because in the games the alice character was not in it the mila jolovich character so you know this is this is a a continuation of the games and even there they've made some changes but you know so um it's serviceable i'm on episode two now so i will report in as we go but i'd check that out okay i always like the games um yeah i've just been doing uh, watching old murders i've been watching the old man um yes i have been i don't and i've been re-watching the james bond movies i am officially in the um the Where? timothy dalton era are you in the dalton era yes i am in the middle of the living daylights which everyone says that this is oh he took it much more serious but there are aspects of, of this humor that are like he is sledding away from yes. gunfire in a cello case, using the cello as the way to steer the sled. So they weren't, that's not that far off 
from Roger Moore. Correct. Um, so when people say, oh, that's the, that's the serious bond before uh, Daniel Craig. Eh, not so well, much. you know, but definitely <laughs> maybe slightly, but relatively. No. Yes. Um, I well, so and your your time with Roger Moore well spent. Uh, my time with Roger Moore was well spent. You know, I enjoyed yeah. it. There were it, more for like you got to go into those knowing that they're not serious. The right. Roger Moore movies are closer to um, Austin Powers' take on James Bond than yes. they are to. Um, Sean Connery's take a hundred percent you know what I mean and that's okay I think they have their place in the James Bond lexicon um, the majority of them aren't great but they are something that like I have no problem with including in a Bond rewatch like I still think right like I wouldn't skip like if I was going to go back and rewatch all the Bonds again I still wouldn't skip any of the James Bonds uh, even yeah, yeah. some of his um, so I like that. All right. Solid. There you go. Um, we will come up with some more fun stuff to talk about during this kind of summer lull. Um, bit of a sum- I know summer hiatus. I am itching to go see Nope. So am I, actually. Um, Jordan Peele's new movie. I'm not going to be able to see it this weekend, but I am going to make it a mission for next weekend. So at some point, we will talk about it on the podcast, and everyone will have a chance to uh, go see it. And then in the meantime, I mean, we've got no Disney Plus shows going on until August. Um, so we're going to have to come up with some uh, some stuff to talk about for next week. I'm sure we will. And we are going to have the big uh, San Diego Comic Con uh, this oh, weekend. Yeah. Where and we're going to have reveals. a ton to talk about there. A ton of news to talk about. Um, so thank you all again for listening to another episode of It Was All a Stream. Uh, we appreciate all of you for listening. And if you're enjoying the podcast, Please like, subscribe, rate, review, wherever it is that you're listening to the podcast. We are on all major podcast platforms. We are also on Neil's website that you should just go out and read right now. You're done listening to the podcast. That's so right. Go read screen.com. That's glued to the number two screen.com. Neil, what do you got to say to the people? Stream on, everybody.